This is Dale Jr., and you're listening to Dirty Mo' Radio. Hey, everybody. It's Junior. Just finished watching the finish of the Phoenix race. Man, that whole this whole day has been about damn miserable watching that race. Golly. I don't know how y'all fans do it you know, for the longest time. I haven't felt that way since watching Dad race. Oh, it's not, I remember it so clear now, all the nerves and sick feeling in your stomach, <laughs> even not only halfway into the race. I knew, though, uh, that the end would come down to a lot of cautions and track position and where you lined up on the inside or outside. And it didn't really work in uh, our favor, but golly, Alex really did an amazing job. We ran second really fast uh, in this race earlier this year. We won last year. So, I mean, we've ran good at Phoenix, and Greg and those guys did an awesome job giving him a great car all weekend. Gave, gave the kid a pole. Man, he was thrilled about that. I know he had a blast today. I'm sure Alex will replay what, you know, happened in those last 50 laps over and over in his mind, wondering what he might have could have been different to put himself in position to win because I know he feels like he had the best car and he did but uh you can't control a lot of the stuff at the end and i was really proud of him it's really really hard to be in the position he was in too at the end of the race racing around all those guys that are in the chase with the current situation you know being out of the chase if you're a driver that's out knocked out but racing for a win it's awful position to be in because he's sitting there trying to win the race knowing he's got the car that can win the race the team hopes he's going to go out there and try to win it and he's got three chase guys battling literally for the last spot to get into the last round to go win the championship i mean it's just a terrible scenario for a driver and alex carried the weight of that on his shoulders really well i know that he uh certainly regrets getting into the 20 car and you know, it's debatable how all that went down and whose fault was what, but, um, you know, he, he kind of got shoved into the corner a little bit. There's a lot happening at once, and I don't think, uh, I think it was kind of inevitable, but um, that's not a fun position to be in. So I know Alex regrets how that ended for Matt and regrets how that ended for him, for Alex. The takeaway from today is that Alex proved again why that we felt he deserved the opportunities he's gotten late in the season. Obviously, Jeff is the number one choice, and he's ran the races that he preferred to run, and it's opened the door for Alex uh, to be in the car, and he has done an awesome job every every time. Really impressed Rick and all the people at HMS, all the guys on the team really enjoy working with him. He's a, he's a solid dude. He's really matured over the last several years going through what he's been through, the last several years have been really hard on him trying to figure out how to get his career going. So it's helped mature him into a uh, into a pretty decent dude. So, man, that sucked. Anyhow, I'm just so uh, I'm proud of my guys, and and one of I'm so happy because our cars are so good. I'm gonna get in that thing next year, and it's gonna be as good as or better than when I got out of it. So. I feel like a very lucky guy in that regard. I've been talking to Greg and getting excited about 
getting ready for next year and all that and I can't really wait I got a lot of things going on in all season getting married and everything but man I'm really looking forward to getting back on the track and cutting some laps and just being a driver I miss it especially as I'm getting more and more healthy and more confident in my health I miss it more and more dang it was a try it was a a tough week for our junior motorsports gang um gonna have a suspended crew chief on the one car going into homestead but we'll make the adjustments we need to to give the one car the best opportunity at homestead to try to win that championship i'm proud of that company to have two cars in that chase two cars make it to the final round it's real hard on the company and everybody works really hard puts a lot of effort in so that's there's a lot of pride in that for for everybody at junior motorsports so i'm excited to see how those guys do on saturday i'll be there saturday and sunday I want to be there and shake Jimmy Johnson's hand if he wins that seventh championship. That's about it. I uh, I just can't believe how the day went. Man, it was hard being a fan. I really got a new appreciation for what that's like. I had forgotten. Got caught up in a, what I've been doing the last several years and had forgotten what that was like. I'm seeing so many new perspectives. <laughs> a lot of them unintentionally. It's changed the way I see everything about it. It'll be a little bit different now when I get back in the car, and I'll try not to forget what I've learned. Uh, gosh, one more race, and this season will be over. Hopefully uh, I can help Alex run that wall at Homestead. That's a lot of fun. I'll be jealous. You guys enjoy the download. All right, my man. We appreciate you. Dale Jr. Download presented by Spy. The official sunglass of Dale Earnhardt Jr. now features the official camouflage of Dale Jr., True Timber Camo. You can find that and much more from Dale Jr.'s signature 88 collection at spyoptic.com. We're in the Exalta studio with Kelsey Tucker and Mike Davis. I'm Taylor Zarzer. And, man, uh, Dale Jr. was uh, the emotions clear or obvious, Mike, in his voice there. With his comments, I mean, he felt the way that all of us feel watching him in a race car. And I have to tell you, I, I shared those feelings that he had on Sunday. I, I'm sure you did, too. I mean, just watching that 88 on the pole and lead so many laps. I mean, there's it, it a lot of emotions we haven't experienced in many months. And, God, it was heartbreaking to see him not have a legitimate chance to win that race because of someone else's misfortune. Well, yeah, I mean, it depends on who you ask on that. I mean, I think that Alex did everything he could possibly do. I I think Dale Jr. actually said it best in that what an awful scenario to be in if you're Alex Bowman, if you think about it. I mean, like it would be fun to go in and spoil someone's party, but to affect it, like to, to, to crash it, affect it, and, and then not get the win – I, th- mm. what, I don't even know where Alex finished. Was it like fifth or sixth? Sixth. Six. So he finished sixth. But this this was the most competitive the 88's been all year. I know we've got a couple runner-up finishes, actually two or three, I, you know. But we didn't ever lead laps like that. First time we've led the most laps of a race. I think the, what was the previous high of laps led we had was like 34 or something, which I yes. think came at Phoenix. It's nowhere close to 194. So, you know, this the, here it was, Alex, who gets the pole. You're like, okay, let's watch this, you know, and – you see if he, uh, you know, loses the lead on the first or second lap. Which one's it going to be? And then he doesn't. He stays out there. 
he stays out there the entire green flag run. Actually, he's pulling away from him. We're like, okay, well, here's here's the part where he makes a pit stop, and then he's going to come out about 7th, 8th, and he's going to settle in right there, and this is kind of what the rest of the day is. But you know what? He didn't. He came right back up there. He had the best car out there, and the guy was wheeling it. Man, it's like, okay, we may have a shot at this. And then there's 50 to go. I think they go take four tires. Now other people are pit strategizing to get around the 88. So the 88 does a smart thing. I, I do not fault them for taking four tires where everybody else really takes two because they got to find a way to get by the best car. And yet Alex comes back and, and he passes Denny Hamlin. He passes Kevin Harvick. He passes all the best ones out there. He passes Kyle Busch. And uh, he's chasing down Matt Kenseth. Needed a caution at the end. When you go back to that last restart, I mean, uh, you know, initially I thought that maybe Alex spun his tires. TJ doesn't actually think he did. He just think uh, that there was issues with restarts all day because um, those guys were, uh, you know, kind of playing games with him in those restart zones. Um, and uh, he still did what he needed to do. He he, he was on that line. He was on he was that in the right it, position. Next no on doubt. the next wall, right? I don't know how he was going to come out of of two. I don't know how that was going to look. Maybe he has a lead. Maybe he's in second. Maybe he loses a couple more spots. But you know, you you just don't envy the situation and scenario that Alex was in. I and and I thought he held himself very well. Oh. And I hope that on this Monday morning he's not beating himself up over anything. My gosh, I hope he isn't. He did every. He left everything on the track uh, on Sunday. Not only did he. Now I will say this: everyone did. I mean, like honestly, I appreciated. That's what made it, that's what I made appreciated it, made it everybody the the out year. there. That you know, there was some murmuring going on at the beginning of the chase. You know, ain't nobody trying for it. You ain't saying that after Phoenix. Even listen, even Jimmy Johnson, who had to take it back into the garage, and he has his his ticket to the final dance. Those that his whole team was sitting there busting their butts trying to get that car out there in the garage. You had Kevin Harvick passed a million cars. You know, he didn't win. He didn't make it to Homestead. Or he didn't make that final dance. But it wasn't because he lacked trying. Kyle Busch, those guys were going three wide at Phoenix. I mean, like, all of them. Matt Kenseth, uh, uh, you know, um, Kyle Larson was up there in the middle of it at the end. I mean, like, there was there, nobody left any out there. Like, they all put it all out on the line. And I appreciate that. I appreciate how hard they raced. And you're going to have incidents like that. But I tell you what, it was such a such – a, a thrilling race to watch. And then to have your guy, your horse in there in the middle of it at the end, uh, I tell you what, I really just appreciate that 88 team, what they brought. What would you think of what happened with Kenseth? I thought Kenseth came down on him. I mean, I mean, it's pretty obvious. I think Kenseth even uh, thought he was clear. And Chris Osborne, I'd be really interested to hear what the door bumper clear guys, uh, what their take is on it. Because uh, from a spotter standpoint, I saw Chris Osborne, Kenseth spotter, apologize to Matt Kenseth fans. It sort of breaks my heart, to be honest with you. It's just, you know, a lot of things, like Dale Jr. said, a lot of things happened at once there. So to sit there and place blame, I know we are living in a blame-placing era uh, where everybody, especially in social media, there has to be a finger pointed at somebody for every situation that ever occurred. Got it. But really, in this situation, I, I hate that there's any anybody that's going to even accept blame because – you got Alex Bowman in there trying to not just win his first race. He's 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 fighting for a career, guys. He's not going back on his personal jet. He's not going back to his mansion. The guy's going back to, you know, an apartment. 
Maybe. I don't know. Where does Alex live? He, he, have, does, he has a house. Okay, he has a house. Well, <laughs> then forget it. A no, small, he's small good. house. He's good. He's got a house. <laughs> it's a small house. It's nothing like Mike Davis's uh, house. Shoot. I can promise you that. <laughs> it's probably a little newer than Mike Davis's house. But, you know, it's, it's – the guy's fighting for his, you know, his career. And, uh, you know, just – I don't want to blame anybody, to be honest with you. I don't even want to blame Kenseth. And, I, and in fact, I kind of hate it that Kenseth didn't make the Final Four and Kyle Busch did. Yeah. <laughs> to be honest with you, and and I hate that Joey Logano made the Final Four. The two. That's the thing of this crazy race that we can all appreciate. The two guys that I think Junior Nation least wanted in that were the ones that made it in it. Oh, don't worry, we'll get to that with reaction. Oh, we will. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Matt Kenseth definitely loses the most probably out of all this by not making the uh, championship round and. Regardless of whose responsibility it is or not being able to spot where Alex Bowman was or clear someone when they weren't clear, uh, the, my reaction, having a dog in the fight, cheering for the 88, was, golly, man, that was his shot. And he did. He, he had the best car all day. The, as Dale Jr. properly stated, the 88 team has done such an amazing job these last couple of months. And Dale Jr., like he said, is getting into a better race car at the start of 2017 the one he left and i know he's very eager to race it uh and alex bowman absolutely has proven he's a wheel man and i I hope he gets that chance but that to me after the you get the caution that you need and everybody is like holy cow i mean you got all these championship scenarios going on and you're thinking about bowman winning his first race and he did i thought exactly what he needed to do to give himself a chance to win that race and get past the 20 there with a couple laps left. Uh, it, that just Man, it stunk. Now, I know that, Mike, we were talking before the Dale Jr. download today uh, about uh, where to restart the cars, and there's some people that have an issue with that because if you freeze the field when that accident happened, the 88's in front of everybody. We'll hear the conversation on our Nationwide. we actually doing radio chatter this week uh, for Nationwide, and uh, we'll listen to TJ and Greg Ives and Alex talk about that because it was a, a point. It was a, it it was emphasized extensively after uh, you know Alex was able to collect himself. He, mm-hmm. I think, the team obviously felt like he should have restarted in first place for that final green white checker. I think where they put him was fifth, something fifth, fifth or sixth, because uh, NASCAR determined that he was actually part of the wreck. Now I listened to Steve O'Donnell actually on SiriusXM this morning. And uh, on the morning drive, and he was clarifying NASCAR's position. But I think that we sort of disagree on that that position. That NASCAR uh, says, well, if it's not the end of the race, then we go back to the last scoring loop. Well, the last scoring loop, Alex was in second. And we know Kenseth can't uh, be put back in the lead, so that should put Alex back in the lead. What they decided to do was consider Alex part of the wreck and so they put him back where they feel like he blended in to the to the line and that was in fifth or sixth place wherever it was uh, and that was uh, disputed and that was something that Greg Ives will listen to it uh, here in a second and um, you know just it, it sort of stinks if he would have been able to restart in that uh, that first position it would have still been a fight a two-lap fight but obviously his chances to win that race were still just as good as it was before. You can hear uh, all the emotion, the exhaustion in Dale Jr.'s voice as he was telling us about his feelings watching the race as a fan. 
That was the most, even with the result, I, that was the most I enjoyed watching a race, especially since Dale Jr.'s been out of the car, Mike. Yeah. I, I, just with all the different things that were going on, with Bowman leading all the laps, then you have Harvick trying to chase down um, Logano and try to chase down Kyle Busch. You have Hamlin involved there. Harvick uh, trying to win a championship or get into the next round, knowing fully well if he doesn't win the race, he's got no chance. You had Kyle Busch, who was in fourth place and still three points behind the cut line. Yeah, I mean, so it's like, just like, crazy. Well, well, like because, every... because you had Joey Logano winning, uh, leading the race. Kyle Busch had to get in front of – like he had to go lead the race at some point to, to try to make it. I mean, it was insane to be in fourth place and still not good enough. But we, we've admitted this. I mean, all of us that are listen, that are part of Junior Nation, whether you're listening or you're, you're Kelsey, you're Mike, you're Taylor, you're Dale, whoever, we've all our, – our interest level has been compromised. And that's obvious, you know, when something like what happened this summer happens. But but it was really great to be completely invested in a, in a race again. And yeah. that's what happened, at least for me, on Sunday. Well, Junior doesn't know how fans do it. Isn't that what he said in his audio? He's like, yeah. I don't know how fans do it. Well, I'll tell you, we lose our minds. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we act irrational. Yep. We consider destroying property. Yep. And in, in one case, I have done that <laughs> uh, with my phone. Uh, but, yeah, we, 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 we find a uh, – or we get in tune with our destructive behaviors, and that's how we handle it. Wouldn't Mostly you agree, though, that was basis. the first time you felt that way in a while? Without a doubt. I mean, yeah, absolutely. Um, didn't feel it to the level that with Dale Jr. was in the car because there's a lot more uh, that rides sure. on that. But I'm telling you, it was just it was it was nice to be nervous again in a race. You know, uh, another thing about emotional races is we had another one Saturday night uh, with yeah, the Xfinity Series that. race. It, Dale Jr. touched on that. Yeah, that one uh, zapped Jr.'s uh, energy just as much as the Cup race did because you have. Uh, uh, the unfortunate scenario where you think you've made the final four for Homestead, and yet you're waiting on NASCAR to make a decision on a penalty, and it took about 30 minutes. Kelsey, what do you think? It, you were there. Was, I was there. I was in the. I was right outside the hauler because Josh was with Elliot, and so I stayed with the car and Kevin. And it was about a good 30, 35 minutes of just standing there looking at a hauler that no one was coming out of. Right. Here, here's the scenario. We should probably, in case somebody doesn't know, is that Elliot Sadler and Justin Algar, two junior motorsports drivers, uh, go into this Phoenix race uh, fighting for a spot in the Final Four to win a championship next week. Um, there were six eligible, eligible drivers cutting it down to four. Um, Elliot and Justin finished the race both inside that four. However, NASCAR, uh, in, in the post-race inspection, uh, determined that there were two loose lug nuts on Elliott Sadler's car. And as we uh, remember from earlier in the year, NASCAR made a rule because teams were blatantly, purposely leaving lug nuts loose, trying to only hit two or three just to keep the wheel on to make quicker pit stops. Well, they determined that's very unsafe, and it is. And so NASCAR made a rule that says, teams, if you do that, if you don't have all five lug nuts tight, then you will be penalized, and in some cases pretty severe if you have encumbered the win or the, the, the finish, encumbered the finish. So here it is. Elliot has not even just one but two. Now, this was not an, an intentional thing to gain track position. Elliot was safe uh, really through that whole race, I felt like. Uh, there was no reason to, to, to get cavalier on their pit stops however there were two loose lug nuts and it was then a waiting game to see what would nascar do and what was the penalty 
after about 30 minutes, they came on live TV, and I credit NASCAR for this because they didn't make you wait till Monday or Tuesday. But they came out and they said, this is what the rule says. We had, you had two loose lug nuts. It's not a points penalty. Elliott will be one of the final four drivers competing for the Xfinity Championship. However, his crew chief, Kevin Mandarin, is suspended for Homestead. And that is consistent with what the rule books say. Uh, and so while we were relieved that Elliott is in it, that was the most important part. We also have, uh, you know, an uphill uh, battle with uh, the fact that <laughs> the guy that got him there, Kevin Mandarin, will not be his crew chief in that uh, very important race uh, this coming Saturday. So yeah, that was the situation. That's significant. So it's Suarez, Sadler, Jones, and Allgaier, two JRM cars. And congratulations to Mike, to, to you, to everybody. Uh, to get, I mean, that's unreal uh, to get two teams in the championship round. Yeah. Junior Motorsports versus Gibbs. Yep. This is what it is. Two Gibbs cars, two JRM cars. So what's your confidence level like? My confidence level is very good, uh, but I would say that um, we also know that Gibbs has really good race cars. <laughs> and so I, I, I don't doubt our cars. I just know that the competition is real, and uh, we have to bring our A game. There, last, name, last name Tucker, what's your confidence level like? You're there. I mean, I'm pretty confident. I mean, I travel with these guys every week, and you know kind of what they've the, – the Homestead car for the one was already is already put together. It's already set up, and – and they and Elliot said that in an interview. He said the car Kevin's got the car already set up. Like we're good. Like um, I think he's confident. I think he's kept his confidence level. Justin's just tickled to death to be in the chase. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I mean, I'm fully confident in Junior Motorsports on this one. See, I, I'm confident in Justin to be honest with you as well because Justin hasn't won a single race all year. Which is this is how these things end up happening. Yeah, the exactly. guy that didn't win that he's not even on your radar. Yep goes in there and puts it all together, puts Dylan that race that together. a few years ago, didn't he? Yeah. I mean, listen, I mean, it's, ha- it's happened a good yeah. bit. And so, Algar, why everybody's worried about Eric Jones and all these other things. Look at look at Algar, man. He's just going to sit there and just uh, sneak He's in He's going to win the championship thing. on yeah. Saturday. You heard it here first. I'm so good on predictions. <laughs> well, you, you know what? I told you your about cup, your back cup in one there. still may be there. Yeah, your cup one's still alive. And, and speaking of that, I mean – uh, please tell me, Mike, I speak for everyone listening that that's who they're cheering for. I don't know. I, I, I've i not listened to Reaction Theater. I certainly am going for Jimmy. Is uh, 100% of my fiber and being is going for Jimmy Johnson in this chase. There, there, I, I've got no other dog in this fight. I mean, I can't understand how anyone would cheer for Kyle Busch to win again. Uh, I would legitimize this championship more than last year if you've been a long-time listener of this download. Uh, Carl Edwards still for searching for his first championship. Some aren't the biggest fans of his that are listening to this at the moment. Or, co- uh, but, or co-hosting. <laughs> <laughs> but he lost in a pretty gut-wrenching way to Tony Stewart five years ago. Tied him for points, but lost because he didn't have as many wins. So he's got a chance five years later again to win a championship. And then you've got Logano. And, I mean, I don't need to go through all the reasons no, why. You don't. <laughs> you got Logano and then Kyle Busch. Yeah. <laughs> I, I just I, I would think that everyone listening is cheering for the 48. And the fact that Dale Earnhardt Jr. wants to be there, hoping Jimmy Johnson wins and ties Richard Petty and his father so he can shake his hand, man, that fires me up. That really fires me up. How cool would that be? And they're great friends and have been for a long time. But if, 
if Dale Jr. gets that chance to be there to shake Jimmy Johnson's hand to say, man, you belong right there with my dad, how cool a moment would that be? Well, he's already said it. I mean, even if he doesn't win this championship, uh, Junior has said that Jimmy Johnson belongs right up there with Richard Petty and Dale Earnhardt. Yep. So, um, but to get to but to get to seven, the, yeah, right. the, for the statistic people, the ones that need that seventh championship to even consider it, yeah, it would be nice. And I'm telling you something. I speak on di- behalf of Dirty Mo Radio. We endorse Jimmy Johnson as our champion. Yeah. And, and can, can I do that? Yeah. You did. I just did, didn't I? I love it. Kelsey, you're not going to take it out, are you? No. Never. We will the take Dale Jimmy Jr. Johnson. download presented by the Jimmy Johnson download. Let's <laughs> 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 we'll see what happens uh, this weekend. All right. We got some radio chatter to listen to. It's been a while. Hey, Junior Nation, be sure to follow Nationwide 88 on Twitter and Facebook as well as on Instagram at NW88. They have some exciting stuff coming up in the near future, and you don't want to miss it. Here's some radio chatter from What Happened in Phoenix. Cool, buddy. Go get a man. Fastest car on the track. Money, I got to do it. His lap times if he can. Gotcha, buddy. You're a tenth faster, two tenths of last lap. Let's go. 59 to his 90. Here you go. Pull it up on the bottom. Stay low, stay low, stay low. Come on, low. Come on, low. Cross is out. Cross is out. Keep your fans on. Keep your focus. Open this time. Stay out. Can you make it on fuel now? Still, or, or is he going to run out now? Uh, 20 car was good on fuel. We're good on fuel. The only one that wasn't was the 11 because he stayed out. Four. We're all good on fuel. You keep those things cleaned up. You keep the fans on. Keep everything cool. Make sure you're cycling your engine just to get it cool. We got better tires than the 20. Don't let them uh, put you on the restarts like you did the last one. Go get it. Yeah, buddy. Just get you a great restart here, man. He's probably going to try to screw you around a little bit. But do your normal deal there. It will be a green-white checker. I pace cars in. Nice fish in. Go get him. And get ready. Green, green, green. Come on. Go, 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 go. Back to bottom. That's 18. Back to bottom. Back to bottom. Back to bottom. And just one outside. Keep coming. Coming. Inside. And inside. Still cross for me out. He came across my nose like I wasn't even there. Be that, man. Not worried about him. He knows you were trying to block the 18 to force that. Yeah, we are the leader. They gotta let you in here. I don't know how many times NASCAR's gotta tell us. 88, 22, 18. Okay, now they're putting us behind the four. Kidding me? Stay low. Come on, 88, 22 is what they just said. Now they're putting us behind the four again. So drop low. How is that? Caution came out. We were in front of them. I mean, they they say that we didn't maintain pace, but there there's a car in front of us. Aren't even. Everybody was still going fast. Like, you know, we were just slowing down because there was a wreck. Tell the 20 spotter, I mean, I'm sure he's yelling. I really, I mean, he, there's nothing I could do there. I got turned sideways and he came across my nose like he wasn't even there. Don't worry about that. We're going to try getting you back up in the front there. I mean, we had to check up because he's in the way. We can't just plow through him. They really need to check that, recheck that. Saying that we are, we're involved with the crash, but I mean, you got to slow down for a car in front of you. That's all. Would it crash? No. Uh, 20 car knew that 18 hedge off the ways and everything into the corner there. Yeah, safety truck up high. Steer here. They said they go back to the last pass loop, which would still put us in front of those guys. So, oh well. Yeah, I think they really need to relook at that. Put us back in front where we belong. Inside the 11. On you tight. Checker flag right here. Inside. Checker flag. Inside. Good job, buddy. 
That tire is killed, plowing right now. Sorry guys, I'll show the 20s test, so that'll be lovely. Good job all day. He sure did a great job all day. It's Radio Chatter presented by Nationwide. I tell you what, I know you level-headedly, if that's a word or two words. It is now. Okay. <laughs> you describe what Steve O'Donnell said uh, on Sirius XM on Monday morning. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. It's not. That's not. It's still, uh, even after li- after listening, after watching the race on Sunday and listening to that right there, that's not acceptable because he's, they're right. They didn't have anything to do with the wreck. They were brought collected in the accident. It's absolutely the 88 should have been restarted in the number one position. Now, did did Alex have enough car to hold off everyone? I'm not so sure. You know, and he just said it at the end there, obviously after the accident. But he came up like like Alex said, he came across his nose there, and there's nothing he could do. It was fascinating listening to that. You could tell how badly Alex wanted to. All of them wanted to win. Man, in a way, it certainly is gut-wrenching to listen to. It's fascinating, too. He's a wheel man. What a day he had. I, I do. I hate it for him because I, I really thought for a, for hours, I thought, Mike, wow, the 88 might win Phoenix again. I know. Yeah. Hmm. You know, that, that race, it showed that that, uh, that Alex certainly can race with with the best out there. I mean, the, he can race with them, and he can contend. Uh, and it also showed that, and I know we've sort of repeated this uh, recently with Jimmy Johnson's resurgence and Chase Elliott doing well, but if we could just say it again, Hendrick Motorsports, whatever they were lacking <laughs> earlier in the year yep. in speed, I think they found it. I think, they, I think they're back, guys. And uh, Jimmy Johnson absolutely could be considered uh, one of the favorites to win this thing because I'm telling you, man, they they bring speed again. It didn't take long. They were, they they fell off that top of the mountain there for a little while, but boy, did they bounce back fast. You're not supposed to bounce back that fast. They did it. They're fast. Well, I think it says a lot about the way that the five has driven throughout uh, the chase. Even though he's not in it, you know they've had consistent speed, and they. I mean that you can look at it, each team and the improvement they've made. All four of them. Yeah. Um, and it's it is it's been very impressive, and it's one of the many reasons why you hear all the enthusiasm in Dale Jr.'s voice about getting back into the car in 2017. It's time now for Reaction Theater. I bet this will be lively. Let's hear it. Great job, Alex Bowman, but I'll be damned if I wouldn't put the 18 in the wall. Mm. We're starting it off. Well, I told Dale, or I said it, uh, you know, Dale wondering how fans do it. Well, we we start getting in touch with our destruction, our destructive habits, our destructive thoughts, <laughs> and uh, we, we want to inflict pain. Mm. Yeah. Can you imagine if something like that happened in Homestead, how crazy this offseason would be? All right. There once was a man named Bowman, whom Dale Jr. called the showman. Mm-hmm. He went down low with one restart to go, and Gibbs, Kenseth, and all of them screwed it up. You beeped one, but then, like, <laughs> like, what? Why does the last one get in? No, it's I didn't. Stay. No, I beeped a different word. I know that, but I'm saying, how did the other? How did the last word get in? You, you're cool with shit, right? 
I mean, I am. <laughs> Clearly. <laughs> well, Clearly, I, mean, I thought it, that was a word we could use. She likes the, that. It she doesn't mind. It was proper time okay. to use that. Yeah. I felt. Listen, here, here's the thing. No matter what you say, if Kelsey echoes that sentiment, then she's going to let her go. She's yeah. letting her fly. She ain't going to beep it out. My mom listens to this show, so I can't let the other word fly, but. <laughs> okay. But <laughs> I can let fly. So, 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 so that's how we vet things these days. What would Kelsey's mom do? Welcome to the Kelsey Tucker era. Officially, we have entered the Tucker era of the Dale Jr. Downhill. That's right. Uh, Who's next? Kyle Busch is an ass. When is that dude going to learn? Please, NASCAR, take his license away. Hashtag Alex, yeah. Okay, Taylor, it's on you now. I'm asking you, did you have a problem with what Kyle Busch did? Well, I tend to always have a problem with what Kyle Busch does, but um, no, no, I didn't. Because I, I think that the way that restart went, Mike, I think that kind of was one of the reasons for that happening. So, no, I mean, the guy's trying to get into the chase or into the championship. I, I can't really fault him for making that move. And certainly Alex got a little squirrely, but, but think of it. If Let's take that out of the equation for a second what Kyle Busch did. If Matt Kenseth does not come across Alex Bowman's nose, we're not talking about that. That's right. We're talking about Alex Bowman being at the perfect place on the track, on the bottom, to try to make a move. And like you said, I don't know if he could have made it or not, but he was the perfect place on the track, on the bottom, to try to get past the 20 and win the race. So to, to me, you know, listen, like you said, I, I do, I feel terrible for the spotter and, and, and for Kenseth and their championship ruined in that moment but that is what caught in my opinion is the bigger thing that cost alex a chance to win the race yeah not, i mean if any if, if anything kyle, kyle bush making that move pushed put, him into the right place right right but if anything kyle bush making that move basically ensured that alex was going to stay hugged down on that bottom line because yeah. he alex went to block so without it then the debate would probably flare up more if who came, did Alex go up or did Matt come down? Well, I can promise you, in this case, Alex didn't go up because he was That's blocking Kyle. All right, who's next? Man, what a phenomenal job by Alex Bowman. That was one of the most exciting races I've seen since Dale Jr. has been out of the car. If I wouldn't have known any better, it would look like Dale running around Phoenix in that car. So, such a great job. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Uh, Dale, let's see, here. here's the difference in uh, experienced Dale versus Alex, who is inexperienced but still very talented. Dale would have not had a bad restart. And I know, I know that I sort of set myself up for that cliche joke that we have on here about Dale and his restarts, but Dale fixed that problem. Dale has Dale's been really master. good on restarts. He's master restart. Right, now. yeah. Ron Hornaday over here is uh, <laughs> so, so so I I think that uh, I think Kenseth would have had uh, no opportunity to cut down because Dale would have been right there, uh, right there beside force him. Force of restarts, Dale Earnhardt Jr. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who's there next? was a point I would have never thought I'd say that, but <laughs> but we got past it. It was fun watching uh, Junior watching the race because he said uh, he was either screaming for joy or ready to vomit. And that's how we are every week, every friggin' week. I miss him so much in the car, and uh, I think it would be really cool if Junior is Elliot's uh, crew chief next week. Oh, goodness. I mean, bummer on the penalty, <laughs> Stupid friggin' lug nuts. 
Sadler asking for Junior to be his crew chief. How mm. cool would that be? I would love to see them go to the championship. <laughs> you know what? So Sadler did say that as a joke yes. uh, in his interview. Let's just be real. Let's just call it what it is. I don't think Elliot wants uh, to go into his championship race with a first-time crew chief. Yeah, I don't think Not Dale first wants. year. I'm talking never crew chiefed in his life. Yeah, I don't think it, Dale wants Elliot um, to have Dale as his crew chief. Right. <laughs> Love Dale. Don't want him as our crew chief. Dale's, Dale will be in the perfect spot uh, to cheer him on and hope Elliot or Justin gets championship. Can you be a car owner and a crew chief? Well, yeah, uh, Junior Johnson. Okay. Was Junior Johnson the actual crew chief of those? Like, I know Ray Everham yeah. wasn't. Yeah. Uh, Ray Everham, yeah. was he actually the crew chief? No, I don't think he was. I think they had their own crew chiefs. Yeah, Tommy Baldwin. Mm-hmm. Uh, Junior was Junior Johnson was. Junior Johnson was the crew chief? Oh, yeah. When he was the owner? I'm sure he was. Back then, though, they did those he, things. Yeah. Yeah. Junior Johnson sure. probably started the race as the driver and ended as the crew chief <laughs> or vice versa. I mean, like, they don't care. Sure. He had a 9 million gallon tank of gas in there, too. Right. <laughs> Who's next? Holy <laughs> What a race, man. <laughs> I feel bad at the moment. He has absolutely the best car on track all weekend long. Hey, guys, this is, uh, this is Little John, the crazy Cajun down here in Lafayette, Louisiana. Alex, great job, dude. That was awesome. Team 88, great job all day. Greg Ives, great, great call you brought to the track, man. I feel bad for Alex. But you know what? It was bound to happen. I mean, late rate cautions at Phoenix are nothing new. We knew that was going to happen. I just got one more thing to say. <laughs> Joey Logano and <laughs> Kurt Busch and <laughs> Kyle Busch. I'm out. Hmm. Okay, apparently Kelsey's mom endorses <laughs> too. I, yeah. Well, I just, and, yeah, I don't have to get rid of that one, too. <laughs> no, no, don't, don't. Okay. We, we, we got to leave it in. Okay. This is what Kelsey <laughs> Kelsey's mom says it's okay. Listen, I was up till 1 a.m. doing this, so I might have missed a few here and there. This is Kelsey's first experience with the Reaction Theater uh, late night run. Can you imagine? I mean, we we have had some shocking things happen in our country, no doubt. Uh, But can you imagine if Kelsey was running the Federal Communications Commission, (laughs) what we could get away with? Like like Donald Trump would even be a little embarrassed about what Kelsey (laughs) would say. (laughs) All right, who's next? Damn it, Kyle Bush. Alex Bowman, the showman, was doing it up, man. Freaking Kyle Busch. Him and Joey Logano, the only way they can win a championship is by taking out Matt Kenseth. Well, at least my Cowboys won today. How about them Cowboys? Hell yeah. Oh, my goodness. They're on fire. What would Dale say to that if he knew that uh, the Cowboys made reaction theater? I know. Did they have a big win? They, they, they did. They, 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 they came beat. back and beat Pittsburgh uh, yesterday. Crazy game. Um, okay. All right. Well, how about him? How about I think the Cowboys? He would, I think he would say, you know what? The Redskins won, and I think it, it all matters to how many Cowboys are on Dale's fantasy team, Would probably what Dale would say. Yes, but the Miami right. Dolphins have won four straight games, and that's all that matters to anyone listening. So, <laughs> You know who didn't win? The Panthers. Ooh. Man, they blew it. First name would be Sulkin today. How's Tyler he is today? today. Ty- I, haven't, I haven't seen Tyler. <laughs> we ought to check on him. You know, uh, speaking of Tyler, Tyler – on this on this download last week, say it was a foregone conclusion that Harvick was going to win Phoenix. I mean, you remember this, Kelsey? Yep, I remember it. I mean, numerous times. Oh, I mean, you know, Kevin's going to win. He, the four is going to win Phenix. He always wins Phoenix. Don't I mean? Almost suggested not to watch the race. Yeah. Yeah. He was very confident. I, I thought about that the entire time. I was going to crush him if Bowman won that race. Oh, oh wait yeah. a minute. You, I better not see you celebrating here because you said Harvick was going to win this thing. <laughs> well. 
He wasn't alone in that. Everybody picked Harvick mm -hmm. because Harvick wins a lot at Phoenix. But eventually, Harvick doesn't win Phoenix. And so, you know, uh, Tyler, you know, it's like you're going to be wrong eventually if you keep picking Harvick. <laughs> but no, listen, don't you're let me don't let, don't let me stop you busting his chops. I was going to say you're usually the one that busts uh, Overstreet's chops, so I was yeah, just trying to participate this week. Just have a little fun. He did a good job last week. Did a good job. Who's next? Some turd was arguing with me on Twitter the other day about me calling Bowman uh, Showman Bowman, and he said he ain't show nobody. I'm hoping that this old boy gets it done, not only for the 88 team and also for me so i can tweet this team moron these race results i had a guy go at me on twitter this morning he so i listen to this this is funny i was relishing in the fact that alex bowman being up in first and second and third place depending on what lap it was was affecting the chase outcome like it was affecting like again you had kyle bush that was in fourth but still out of it and it's, you know alex was sort of this thorn in a lot of these guys who we don't particularly care for yeah. uh in in their side so i write a tweet what did i say i said uh i said you race all season and alex by god bowman will decide whether your ass is advancing to the finals this is beautiful okay <laughs> that's what i said this morning guy comes at me he says uh Kenseth came down on the 88. Kenseth's fault, not Alex Bowman's. Get over it. I'm like, well, I wrote that tweet with 50 to go, man. Alex was leading. <laughs> but this guy just reads it. Then I guess if you're going to, you know, come at me late like that, it doesn't make sense to you. Or maybe you're going to misinterpret it. But I went, at, I went back at it. You I did? Went, yeah. Rightfully so. So get your facts straight, fella, before you make a go of me. <laughs> what's up? What's like so why? Like in my position, I just see. If what's you follow me, you know. If you follow me, you don't follow me for any other reason than I'm affiliated with this organization and with the team with Dale. Why would I? Why, why would I be? Why would I be sitting there talking crap about Alex Bowman and causing a wreck <laughs> that, and, and ruining it for Matt Kenseth? Why would I do that? What about the hundreds and thousands of people that retweeted and favored it? Did you did you react to them and when they fist pumped and said that's awesome, or do you just respond to the one mor moron? No, I send them all money. All right. I send okay. them all money. <laughs> Good. All if, right. Just if, want to make sure. If you engage with my tweets, I send you cash, straight cold cash. Man, I need to get on that. Yeah, no, I'm but kidding. you don't. I was thinking just the same thing. Uh, yeah. Start retweeting Mike. I'm gonna yeah, just, every day. I'm just going to send a picture of Mike Davis on my Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> Who's next? Matt Kenseth should have been out of the chase shoot. I, I think they should have just let they should just let Jimmy and whoever else run it and let Jimmy just win it. Just call it right now. Jimmy Johnson, seven-time champion. Anyway. Good race, Dale. Yeah, like Alex. Can't wait till Junior gets back in the car. I hate to take it away from Alex, but I think Junior would have won that. Anyway, talk to you later. That old experience does matter. It does. And look, I mean, Junior's won in Phoenix before. Junior was the defending champion of that race. Yep. And mm -hmm. Alex will be a better racer because of this experience. I just hope he doesn't knock himself down too much because, like Junior said, he'll he'll replay that last 50 laps in his head for the rest of his life, or at least until he gets that win. And so um, I just hope he gets a lot more chances. That's that's it. You know, I think that the more chances he gets, I think it absolutely will, will happen for him. But um, I think he'll be OK. I think this guy clearly has been able to handle a lot of adversity this season. He hasn't been put in the easiest position and he's handled it beautifully. Who's next? Can't stand you, Kyle Bush. The only good thing that happened is at least Harvick's out of the chase. Hmm. Why is everybody making a go at Kyle Bush? Like, I get the hatred for Kyle Bush, there but I mean, so many really, calls. 
really so Kyle was feeling bad about it after the race. Yeah. No, there were a ton of reaction theater calls this week with hate towards Joey and Kyle. Just. Just. Well, I can understand the hate towards Joey because, I mean, you know, nobody wants to see him win. Yeah. But, <laughs> but uh, uh, yeah, the Kyle, that that's. People just don't like Kyle Bush. But there's. If you're looking, if you're trying to be objective, which I know a lot of us don't try to do, um, I don't think we can say anything about Kyle Bush just being in that position. Because, like you said, it gave out, if if you want to argue anything, it put Alex on the spot on the track he needed to be. So, all right, who's next? Well, old Bone put the car up there in front, start the race weekend off, and uh, by God, he kept her up front all night long. What scared us? Just because they had the chase going on, he didn't get it. He got right in the middle of that shit. Somebody signed his ass up <laughs> next year. But let's go back to the Elliott Sadler thing that happened yesterday. I, I don't understand how the state can suspend a crew chief when he wasn't going over the wild tight in the damn lug nuts. He didn't have nothing to do with it. But anyway, I guess he can celebrate the championship with the team. Well... No, you got to suspend the guy that's in charge of the pit crew. Hmm. I mean, think about it. Like, uh, God, if, you, if, 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 forget in, in racing, like if, if, um, if a running back got suspended every time they screwed something up, missed a block, missed a blitz or something, I mean, you know, eventually, uh, you run out of people to actually put out there, but. I don't know. You got to go. Yeah. I'll put it this way. Junior Motorsports understands the rules, and we do not dispute the rule. We know what the rules are. We just think it's unfortunate that we were in that position. You know. And and to be honest with you, we talk to the guy. I mean, we get our pit crews from Hendrick. Mm -hmm. They don't work at Junior Motorsports. Um, And the guy felt like he had all of those lug nuts loose. So we were even uh, curious about whether, you know, maybe a gun malfunctioned or maybe there was some, maybe there was some situation, but there was really no um, uh, worry that he uh, left something loose. We would have come back in and addressed it. Yeah. Well, I know you guys will make an announcement later this week about what will happen, but yeah, in probably. terms of whose responsibility is what, but um, I, I hope it doesn't impact them negative. I mean, there is certainly some concern that it will, but I hope it doesn't. And I hope that when the race is over on Saturday night, that people, especially Sadler and everyone associated with Junior Motorsports, will feel like they were able to give their best effort. Yeah, we'll have a game That's plan. What you want. We'll have a game plan, and uh, we've got our car that's like like Kelsey was saying. It's already set up, so um, you know you want your guy on the pit box, but we don't have that situation, so we're not going to worry about it now. We're going to make our plans and go try to win a title. Okay, Kelsey, do we have one left? This, I, is, I feel, this is the last one. Okay, because I feel like you might have hit a button and we might have heard a little bit of data. So okay, well, here this, we go. This is him. Well, as you might be able to tell, I'm <laughs> yes. pissed off. My fat ass is out running <laughs> in my damn neighborhood in Texas. It's Sunday night. I'll tell you, I ain't mad at Alex Bowman. I'm not mad at any of them guys. I'm not even mad at Matt Kenseth. Matt Kenseth didn't want to do that on purpose. Last thing Matt Kenseth wanted to do was get into Alex Bowman and ruin his championship dreams. I tell you what I am mad at, though. It's Sunday night, and I know Kevin Meandering isn't going to crew chief Elliot Sadler in Homestead. It's Sunday night, 
and I haven't got a call yet from Junior Motorsports asking me when I can be in town to get the car set up. I mean, I can crew chief circles around Robin Pemberton. Pemberton. What kind of name Robin. Is that? Robin. <laughs> I'll be a big asset, and I guarantee a victory for the number one, or even because of my presence, a victory for the number seven. Don't make this mistake, Junior. Give Dado a call. Hell yeah. Robin Pemberton. So Kelsey doesn't know this, but Dado has been campaigning for a crew chief job for quite some time. Years. Years. And he all, and Kelsey also doesn't know that when he really gets frustrated, he goes out for a run. <laughs> and this is a run. And we got both. Kelsey, we had a run a few years ago after a bad race in Chicago, and it completely changed the fortune of the 88 team for the remaining nine races. In fact, if the current format that we use today was used that year, Dale Earnhardt Jr. would have won the championship. And this all happened because, well, at least Dado and to some degree – I would want you to believe that it happened because Dado went for a run. <laughs> Changed our fortunes well, significantly. He, and he hadn't run since until today. <laughs> Mike, what are the <laughs> Mike, what are the chances that Lance McGrew will be crew chiefing this weekend? Oh, that's, see, now that's a good idea, at least to let Dado think that that's what's happening. Right. That, that's awesome. That's a really good <laughs> idea. I wish I'd have thought about that. Uh, yeah. Yeah. We announced that Lance McGrew will crew chief <laughs> Elliot Sadler. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I think that the only thing worse would say if we announced Submarine Mike as the uh, crew chief. I would love to hear Dado's thoughts. I might have to watch this Periscope, Rant Scope, whatever he calls it, <laughs> just to see his thoughts about the potential of McGrew By the way, interim crew chief. I saw Dado at Texas this past week. Uh, I know you did. Yeah, we talked I, a lot and, about it. And I have week. a sloppy yellow shirt. Nice. If you would listen to the Dale Jr. download, you would know that we <laughs> talked about you autographing the bus. We talked about the shirt, uh, the picture that you guys took. Dado hanging out with uh, the crew at times uh, yep. during the long rain delay. We were all over it, man. Texas Motor Speedway. I did listen. If you'd like to go back and listen, the good news <laughs> no, is you I can go to Dirty Mo Radio's Twitter handle. You can go to DaleJr.com. Uh, they're available by podcasting. I don't need Go back to. And listen to any episode you want. Don't need to. I listened in the tree stand, actually. Mm, okay. Right. This probably explains why I didn't come back with a deer, <laughs> as a matter of fact. <laughs> Remember to call Reaction Theater on Sunday following the season finale at Homestead Miami Speedway. You can call 855 740 1902 after the checkered flag flies. Special thanks to Spy. See better, feel better, perform better. It's the Happy Lens featured exclusively on Spy Sunglasses. Learn more at spyoptic.com. Com. Let's throw the white flag. White flag right there, white flag. A big thank you to Exalta for everything they do for Dirty Mo' Radio. That flashy Exalta paint scheme will be back on the number 88 Chevrolet for Hendrick Motorsports for the final race of the season at Homestead Miami Speedway with Alex the Showman Bowman behind the wheel. Be sure to go follow Exalta Racing on Twitter and Facebook for all the latest news. It's the last week to vote for most popular driver. Make your vote count. That's right. Selections are not over. Selections not no. over. No, in fact, it's just that was a warm up. Yeah. To the what the, to the election mm-hmm. that really counts, most popular driver. Mm-hmm. Let's get Dale that 14th consecutive MPD award. Stiff competition this year with Chase Elliott on the ballot, but we have confidence you all will help make it happen again for Dale. Vote daily through Sunday at mostpopulardriver.com. Winner will be announced at the NASCAR Awards Banquet in Las Vegas. On December 2nd. Taylor, why are you laughing? Because <laughs> you're reading it like Tyler Overstreet. <laughs> guess it's who like, wrote it? Guess yeah, who wrote Tyler it? Tyler Overstreet. <laughs> right. 
Uh, huge week ahead for Junior Motorsports with both Elliott Sadler and Justin Algar in the running for Saturday's NASCAR Xfinity Series Championship at Homestead. So that means Boss Man Dale. <laughs> Tyler just wrote Boss Man Dale. <laughs> I mean, like, like uh, you might as well just put, that means Water Cooler Dale will be I'm, out in full force to support the guys at the track Saturday. I'm Ron Burgundy. In the morning, he's got a few. Hold on, I got to, we can't bust on t- t- uh, Tyler too bad because he listens and then he gets offended. Like he, I'm, I'm busting on you because you, you're going to read anything that he's put in front of you right now. Uh, that's kind of where I'm at in my life. I will just read whatever you put in front of me. Um <laughs> In the morning, he's got a few things on the docket for our Xfinity partners, but once the race starts, he'll be on one of the pit boxes supporting Sadler and Algar. So, but which pit box will Water Cooler Dale be why, on? Why not the 88? He could surprise everyone and sit on the 88. Right. I mean. I, oh, now I see why you just got offended. I'm offended now. Because you are the 88 PRF. I'm the 88 PRF. Now it makes sense to me. Yeah. Well, make it happen, Kelsey. I will. Make it happen like, you know, like bombs on Reaction Theater. I, like. But I feel like that's the like that's a level place to sit as the 88 because we're not in it either way, and so we don't want to show favoritism, you know? Well, uh, well, save him a seat. I will. Invite him. Send him an e-vite. An e-vite. Send him an e-vite. Will you do it? Mm-hmm. All right. Let's see, where was I on Tyler's script? That race fires off Saturday at 3.30 p.m. Eastern on NBC Sports Network. Sunday, Alex Bowman will be in the number 88 Exalta Chevrolet for the Sprint Cup Series finale at 2.30 p.m. Eastern time on NBC. Some unfinished business from Phoenix, so look for him to be strong up there doing his best to help Jimmy win that championship. Wow, so what if Bowman shows up at Homestead with the same type of horse that he had at Phoenix. But what if Jimmy is up there in second place or first place or starting alongside him? What, what do we do then? This is a precarious situation. This is. Kelsey, what do you do? I don't know. I mean, don't wreck. I wouldn't like wreck anybody intentionally. Not that Alex would ever do that, but. I don't know why the thought even crossed your mind. I don't know why I'm just, it's just racing. Um, I think if Alex Bowman wants to feature at Hendrick Motorsports, he will he will be careful in that situation. Yeah. But I know what I'm cheering for. I mean, listen, I love you know I love Jimmy, huge Jimmy fan. But um, you're, you're rooting for him to finish second. I want I'm cheering for the 88 Bowman, the showman. Ditto. Get past him. Do whatever it takes. Yeah. By the way, how if many- anybody comes on the radio, say offer me a full ride. <laughs> yeah, that, that's what you ought to do. If if Bowman is in first place, and they're like, okay, uh, listen, Alex, Jimmy is in third. This isn't going to make it He's going to restart right behind you. <laughs> Alex should bargain. He should negotiate <laughs> under caution. <laughs> well, how important is this championship to you, Mr. Hendrick? Uh, it's it very important be, to me. Uh, he goes, well, how imagine, important? Can you imagine the legendary status <laughs> if he were to say that? He would be my hero. Uh, that would make radio chatter presented by Nationwide <laughs> next yes, week. It would. Or even if he restarts behind Jimmy. Mr. Hendrick, are you on the uh, channel here? Yes, I am. Alex, go ahead. How important is it that Jimmy stays in the lead right now? Uh, Alex, if you want to keep racing for us. You know, I'm not asking for a full-time ride. I'm maybe just a seat on your helicopter from time to time. Yeah, I mean, I would get whatever you can get if yeah. you're Alex. I would definitely. I've got my phone right now. Can you email me a contract? Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> can you believe uh. that we are, have only two more shows remaining? Is that right? I thought we had one. Just one. After this show, then we have one. 
Okay, right. so this this, this counts. This is as counts. Yeah, this yeah. is our two. We have had such a great season, and we really want to thank Exalta for their continued support to Dirty Mo Radio. We want to remind everyone that although our season is about to come to a close, you can still listen to our podcast and all of Dirty Mo Radio's podcasts anytime on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, etc. Thank you again to all our listeners, and be sure to rate and review us on iTunes. Uh, Also, you can tweet and Facebook us with any suggestions for next season. Unless you're that guy that made a go at me today. I don't care (laughs) what you got to say, buddy. I don't care your opinion. True. There's some people we just don't want to hear their opinions, actually. Can we say that? Yeah. I got something for you to finish things up here today. Let's, I thought that you might enjoy it. Let's hear it. All right. Well, it sounded like this on Saturday in Tuscaloosa. Mm. Quick snap. Here's just a jet sweep to the left <laughs> of Stewart. Stewart's got daylight. Through the gut, he might go all the way. Forget it. Our Darius Stewart. 67 yards. Touchdown, Alabama. Listen, I can appreciate that Alabama scored that touchdown and, and everything, but Taylor, you are really good at the big play, man, calling the big play. Like, still my favorite call of yours is that College World Series baseball uh, walk-off. <laughs> that is an all-timer. But, man, you do the big plays very well. I don't know. And you can't prepare for that, can you? <laughs> I guess well, you Well, you know, you try to have fun when those big moments. But I thought for your Crimson Tide, you might enjoy that. that they was- whooped, hey, but what? let's just say this real quick. What a crazy weekend for college football, huh? Crazy. Two, three, and four all lose. First time since 1985 that's happened on the same Saturday. So it's, uh, it was a wild day. Alabama's number one. The next team deserves to be ranked number nine. Great stuff today, man. Uh, man, it was. I tell you what, it was a lot of fun to have that kind of passion, that kind of interest, that kind of emotion associated with the race. You, you hate that it ended that way for the 88 team, but, man, you got to be so damn proud of the way they raced their ass off on – Sunday. There you go. There's a couple of them for you, Kelsey. <laughs> for Kelsey Tucker, for Mike Davis, for Dale Earnhardt Jr. Man, we're proud of Alex Bowman. I'm Taylor Zarzer. You've been listening to the Dale Jr. Download presented by Spy. This is Kelly Earnhardt Miller. Tune in every other Wednesday to listen to Fast Lane Family right here on Dirty Mo Radio. Thanks for listening to Dirty Mo Radio. 